22nd and we're gonna we're gonna run a 5k this weekend yeah run Walk. Uh, <laughs> we uh, will be doing this well first of all this is kevin's fault because yes. he decided to say something he probably and shouldn't we have said interviewed uh matt anthony from head uh the ceo of head for the cure foundation last week and after we were recapping the interview <laughs> and i put out a video where you can literally see my wheels turning like I'm going to put a team together and do this. Yeah, state your line So team. basically, that was me putting it on future Kevin mm-hmm. to put the team together. Yeah, and which I, you did. And, and future Kevin came through and now has screwed, o- screwed over more future Kevin, yeah. who's going to have to do a 5K after a Chiefs tailgate. Yeah, I, I don't remember this. <laughs> like, this is Back to the Future 4. This is like a really bad version of those movies. Yes. Yeah. And... Uh, where, where all you're doing is is torturing yourself on a Sunday morning after uh, yep. eating barbecue and going to a Chiefs game uh, the night before. So there's going to be a lot of walking. Um, I'm I, actually, I'm going to try to run. Okay. I don't know if I can. Uh, I'm going to blame it on uh, my physical therapist. His orders were to run 60 seconds at a time, then walk 60. Okay. Time. So I haven't been given the full go. Mm. Mm-hmm. That that's a nice excuse. That to was have. a couple weeks ago. He said that. Yeah. But I'm gonna stick to stick to his orders. But uh, if you're still interested in joining our team, uh, obviously you can definitely walk. Don't feel yeah. like you have to run with with the state your line team. Uh, there's a link in our Instagram bio. There's a link on Twitter. I've tweeted it. Um, out. Yeah. And, and go yeah, to join, head for the cure. Yeah, join the team or just donate to us. Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, it's, you're not giving us money. It's yeah. not donating to us. It is going towards yeah. a really good cause. If you want to give us money, buy a koozie from me. There you go. And you can do that, too. Uh, but we are going to the Chiefs game. Chiefs have uh, preseason game number three, which that's key having that game at home because that's going to be fun. Starters are going to play for the longest that they do in the preseason. Yeah, I'll be interested to see like what actually happens because like now more and more teams are starting to yeah. pull their say, you know, starters are only going to play a couple series and and like the days of the quote unquote game 3 being the the quote uh uh dress rehearsal game mm-hmm. I, I think are um I don't think that's really happening yeah. anymore. And cuz it used to be like starters played like 3 quarters yeah. in this game. Yeah. And this year Andy said the first game that Pat was going to play the whole first quarter. Did he play yeah. one drive? One drive. Uh, then the second game, he said he was going to play the first half. He played two, two drives. drives. Yeah. So I don't know what he said he's going to play this. But yeah. if it's a quarter, I'd be surprised. I would I would too. I'd be but, very but what I won't be surprised with is I bet the, I bet the stadium's packed. Yeah. I, I mean, so. we were just we were watching the franchise, and, and uh, so a new episode of the franchise came out, and it centered a, a lot around that Bengals' first preseason game. And like the lower bowl, bowl, I didn't get to watch that game. Yeah, the lower bowl is completely packed. Mm-hmm. So I bet this week, um, you know, I bet the stadium's packed, which is just like it, it epitomizes what this season yeah. means and how much like 
expectations are on this team. Yeah, we'll be out there with Raytona Beach, and and there's going to be a line to get in. People, will, oh for sure. Oh, people will get there before the gates open to the parking lot. You think so? Right. Oh, they did for the first game oh, of God. the year. So definitely for this game. Well, I'll be honest with you. I think like we're I, I'm taking a very different approach to this preseason game than I normally do. Yeah, and I think it's so. Do you have like a preseason mentality as a fan coming yeah. in here to tailgate? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you definitely have to have that. But it's also a dress rehearsal for us. Uh, we're going to get uh, some barbecue going out there, get the tailgate going, test out, make sure the tents don't have Yeah, but I think, I think we're barbecuing basically beforehand. And yeah, then just bring we it. are. But so, so that's, so that's, that's what, a big commitment, too. Yeah, it's a commi- but it's such a laid back. Like, yeah. Whereas if it were a real Saturday night game, you know, we'd be like, when does the gate open? Mm-hmm. Like, let's, it doesn't matter. Food? Food? What yeah. food? Food doesn't matter. <laughs> like all we would care about is like, do we have enough beer? Yep. When as, when can we get out there as soon as possible? You know, if we eat um, Joe Clubba's famous like hockey puck burgers for so dinner, delicious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then then that's what's for dinner. But this week we are um, like I think we're like s- smoking some pork yeah. butt, uh-huh. smoking some ribs, like taking some good food out there. Mm-hmm. So. We're, and we'll just kind of show up when we show up, and it's that's a yeah. very preseason mentality. Very laid back. But I, I do think it is, too, getting the tent out there and testing that. Yeah. I got a new table I'm pretty excited Ooh. about. Test that out. Uh, and The route? Chest, Make sure you got route. Your, your route to see, Arrowhead. See who's going to be late in the preseason. Mm. You know, because I'll be late. taking notes. Yeah. I'll be taking notes. If, if Linder uh, doesn't set his alarm... Uh, <laughs> Or I think Dave has been guilty of that okay. too. Okay. Uh, so who's going to be the guy who's late? Okay. And uh, can yeah. we count on them in the regular season? Mm, I don't know. You got to test it out. Yeah, definitely. Important. Um, but yeah, some of my uh, another note I had on the Chiefs was some of my worst fears are are happening and coming yes. true. Yes. Um, like Ben Neiman is like playing player. himself into like a a regular yeah. player. I saw an analyst say, "Who's going to make the team? Ben Neiman or Dorian O'Daniel?" Yeah, yeah, that would and be my terrifying. worst case scenario. <laughs> like, I, la- last year he's such a likable guy. He's no, I, Iowa guy, pretty local, you know, underdog, bad at football. <laughs> yeah, uh, last year, I mean, watching him play, maybe he's gotten better. He's had a year, maybe but watching him play. Uh, last year, like significant time was 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 like watching a, a college football player try to play in the pros, and no one no one listening cares a shit about my thoughts about Ben Neiman. But D'Anthony Thomas is also back on the team, at, yeah. who is uh, also a noted like I hate this player guy. <laughs> like I've I hated D'Anthony Thomas he, for three years. He scored a touchdown against the Chargers last year, first game. I mean, it was totally schemed up. Yeah. Uh, but Oh, yeah, the touch pass. Yeah, the touch pass. But uh, he's one of those guys who you just are like, well, you know, he, he ran a, like a 4-3-something yeah. 40. He was pretty cool at Oregon. He was pretty fast at Oregon. He ran track there, too. Oh, people forget. Oh, yeah, I'll talk myself into that. And <laughs> if Dave no, Tobe no, loves him, no, I'll, never will. I'll, yeah, I, I ha- already have. I hate, I hate D'Anthony Thomas. I and Ben Neiman. I talked myself into and ben D'Anthony Thomas being a contributor this year already. So, uh, any, any other thoughts on Chiefs? Uh, that new episode of the franchise came out. That show, uh, kind of stinks. Yeah, it's it's like especially after watching Hard Knocks last night and then this tonight. Like, it's really not great. They spent like twenty five minutes on on uh, Johnny Robinson, um, which is a nice touching story. But yeah, like, 
It was so boring. It like was. All, like, all, all we want is, like, behind the scenes football stuff. Yes. Like, from these shows. Talking like, to coaches, players, Coaches talking up. to coaches, players talking to coaches, people talking at practice, watching some plays. Yeah. Uh, maybe an unknown guy who's not, like, just follow the freaking, I, I guarantee you, in these production meetings, they're like, Listen, we don't want to be hard knocks. We want to be our own thing. Mm-hmm. Just be hard knocks. Yeah. Like, just follow the formula. It works. Yeah. It, it almost, uh, yeah, I don't even know what to compare it to because it was t- 20 minutes almost on Johnny Robinson's yeah. hometown. And yeah. Doing great things. But yeah. Awesome not what guy. I tune in yeah. to watch about the Chiefs. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and like that portion of the production had to cost a lot of money to fly two people down there. And yeah. Like, just, just mic up some guys during practice mm-hmm. in the game and then play that. That's, That's all, all we want. Yeah, I agree. Like NFL films was extremely popular back in the 90s because they did just that. Mm-hmm. That's all we want. Follow that formula. Yeah. All right. What is opening this week? So we've got a couple of new bars um, in the Crossroads uh, area that are opening this week. First, hmm, Crossroads. Yeah. Back to Crossroads. Oh, back to Crossroads. <laughs> it's like opening. Everything's opening here. Yeah. Um, there's a bar called Grad School that's opening on 18th and Broadway. Um, Ooh, there used to be cool. a bar at this place called Coda, C O D A. It was like a live music bar. I um, just couldn't get, could never really get started. Oh, I, I've seen this. It's got good uh, patio. I yeah, think I don't know if the that patio is open. Oh, okay, but uh, but yeah, it's like on Broadway, uh, kind of across from the uh, across the street from the Kaufman Performing Arts. Mm-hmm. But it is basically like a diner with booze. So it's it's supposed to have like the diner feel, kind of diner um, uh, food. Okay. It feels like, but then but then they also have like beer and alcohol. So as opposed to like a Winstead's that doesn't, and most diners that don't, this is a, like a diner with alcohol. Wow, you keep that open late, serving yeah, that, booze yeah. and pancakes. And I, I don't know what Whoa. it is, but but uh, or what what the closing time is. But it started in Springfield. This is their second location. First outside of Springfield. The one in Springfield has been open for like 11 years. Um, but yeah, I love the name. Like I always wanted to like start a bar with a name like Grat. I think that's a cool name. Yeah, it, it is. And especially think about everybody moving here who has just graduated. Yeah, and living in the crossroads. Living in the crossroads. It's like, hey, where like are you going? Concept. Like it's a cool thing to be like, yeah, I'm going to grad school. Yeah. Like it sounds like mm, a. I like that. Yeah, I like that concept. And then we also have the streetcar grill opening up. Uh, is this more downtown or, or so this still? is yeah 16th and main. So, uh, 1524 main, it's right on the corner of uh, 16th and main. Um, Kevin. Yes. First of all, it's a sports bar in the crossroads. So, okay. I'm celebrate that. to that. Yes. Second oh, of wow. all, it has a ton of TVs. In second it. of all, that's hard to find in the crossroads. Second of all, tell me one of our part, one of the partners is Tanner's Bar and Grill. Let's go. This has my full endorsement now. Uh, very excited. Let me <laughs> tell you just more looking at it about for the first this street time. bar grill now and tavern. We're talking a grill and tavern. Uh, so that's going to be the kind of food that you like. Probably some chicken lips-esque type food on yeah. there. Probably a good burger. Looks like they got 24 different beers on tap. Uh, and then, like I said, looks like the TV setup is legit. Yeah. A ton of high-top tables, which are my favorite tables to uh-huh. go out and have a drink at. High top tables tables in a long bar and 18 65 inch TVs. 65 inches. Nice. Or 65 and 75. Yes. Okay, I'm all in on uh Streetcar Grill. Okay, is that open? 
Yeah, it just opened uh, yes. last week. Okay, just it's, in time for college football season. Like just that's in a, time for that. That's like a Saturday at noon. Like college football's getting started. Yes, and there's a stop right on the streetcar too. Yeah. So, uh, fellas out there trying to here's how you trick your girlfriend, your wife. Mm. Tell them, oh, we should just you know go along the streetcar and find some cool spots along the streetcar because it's Saturday and you really just want to watch football. Mm-hmm. And then you take them in there and you're like, what? Mm-hmm. Whoa. What are all these TVs huh? doing up here? I just wanted to talk to I, you. What is, it, what is this not? menu? Like chicken fingers? What yeah. is this? Oh, oh. man. Well, okay. well, I guess it sounds good. Probably <laughs> quick. We'll stay here. Yeah, so. if you're hungry, food's probably fast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a really good one. Be like, oh, well, we could go down to the city market, but the beer's so cheap here, and look yeah, at all these games on TV. Specials, they're <laughs> thirty-two ounce Coors Lights on special. Yeah, exactly. So there's a free one for you, fellas. <laughs> free, feel free to use that. Uh, and uh, fellas, sad day. Um, what's closing this week is our Kansas City T Bones. That well, the T Bones are still playing. Oh, they're still playing. The, like they're, the playoffs haven't even happened. Oh, they're just kicked out of their stadium. Yeah. So the T Bones. Have been evicted from Community America Stadium, like, like you or I, like a normal person would get evicted from an apartment yeah. just for not paying the rent. I know that's really sad. Um, and is you, it though? I mean, well, it's sad that it looks like they only in forty <laughs> in forty eight months of uh, pay their last payments that were due for rent. They made three of them. <laughs> Rent was only sixteen hundred dollars. That's like my apartment. Yeah, that's like a nice my, two bedroom downtown. That's my nine hundred and seventy square foot apartment. Right. Yeah. And uh, so the fact that they couldn't make a payment on that in four years, uh, they also <laughs> are delinquent on three hundred fifty-eight k in u- current <laughs> utility payments, and are past due in. 328k worth so of uh, BPU costs. Total of about uh, 700k in the hole. In the hole. When their debt, when their when their rent was 1600 a month. Yeah. So I don't know what they were doing out there. It, it, yeah. I mean, just. To, I mean, to, I, I think it's hard to get people out there. Like I'm a I'm a baseball fan. I like yeah. baseball. Uh, I live in Kansas City. I've never been to community america ballpark uh i went never one been. time for free yeah i mean you've never paid to go there have you uh no i haven't and they would try to get they had a lot of good deals uh out there dollar beer night yeah all I think that every going night. on like i knew a free ton parking of every night who would intern there and they got paid i don't know how <laughs> they weren't able to make their rent payments so uh um, i think they were just were like oh maybe the city will the ne- city doesn't have the balls to throw us out of this <laughs> yeah kck is like uh yeah we do yeah they sure they sure did so uh very very interesting uh <laughs> deal there that they're still going to play they just won a championship i think last year too yeah uh well i think most almost every team in the league makes the playoffs and they okay. get hot but still champs still champs <laughs> maybe yeah. forever so uh Community America Ballpark, T-Bones, that whole deal, it's closed this week. So uh, that's it on the front half. Let's kick it to our interview. So this week uh, we talked with uh, Chase McNulty of Charlie Hustle. He's the guy who created and founded Charlie Hustle. He created the Heart KC t-shirts that you see. Uh, that are so popular in Kansas City. And Dan, it's, it's a really, really cool, fun interview. Yeah, absolutely. He was a blast to talk to, and it's just cool to hear that story of, um, you know, a combination of, of great timing, a combination of luck, and a combination of just, like, 
balls to go for it and when mm-hmm. it worked and when the luck did kind of hit to like follow through and like yeah. keep it going. You, you could have easily seen that company just being like, oh, well, plateau. You know, yeah, really. plateau. But yeah, they just keep growing. And, and, and uh, yeah, their yeah. office was cool where we got the interview chase. So yeah, really cool interview. Yeah. All right. Let's listen to that. All right, today we are joined by uh, the founder and creator of Charlie Hustle, Chase McNulty. And so thanks for joining us, Chase. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, Excited sure. to be here. Uh, so I guess uh, where I want to start, I heard that you started this whole operation door-to-door, out of your car, selling t-shirts. So is that true? And how do you go from that to... I mean, now we're sitting in, you know, how many square foot office here in the crossroads? Yeah. I mean, some of that's a little bit of a facade <laughs> just to pump up the story. You got to have a good, yeah. like, founding you gotta story. You got to have it. Right. Yeah. You just know? like we're, you know, Cerner was founded at a park bench in Loose Park. Yeah. yeah. Of course that it was. definitely happened yeah, on, a nap- on a napkin, too. Yeah. On, in, like, the most iconic park in Kansas City. Yeah. Of course. And now there's a plaque so, on the bench. Yeah. You were door to door selling t-shirts out of your car. Yeah. So I, you know, basically when I was in high school and going into college, I was the t-shirt guy. Um, okay. You know, I collected old vintage t-shirts, 85 Royals t-shirts, you know, 88 Jayhawks t-shirts. Yeah, I know yeah. there's a Missouri guy in here. <laughs> I'm a K-State uh, guy. Okay, yeah, cool. So, so we you're got, surrounded. We're, we're, yeah, we got the tripod here. Um, but yeah, um, you know, I just like the stories they told um, and just the simplicity of design. I was actually going to the Kansas City Art Institute Um my mom was like, you need to do something with yourself, gain a skill set. <laughs> that that mom yeah. uh, pep talk that always so yeah. reassuring. Yeah. And so, yeah, growing up, like eBay was at its heyday and we were I was selling vintage T-shirts in my uh, the bedroom, basement, whatever you want to call it. Call it a garage. Just yeah. say garage. Yeah. Yeah. Just sounds good. <laughs> so in the garage um, of my parents' house, you know, we were... Uh, Basically selling, selling t-shirts online. We had this blog called Wicked Threads with a Z, terrible name looking back. You have like a Zanga page to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> MySpace. Definitely a MySpace, man. Um, it might still be there, although. Is it still there? Yeah. It's it's out there. You can't it. erase Wicked from threads. the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it kind of, it taught me. You know, something for one that I was passionate about. Yeah. And going to the Art Institute gave me kind of a skill set to, to hone in on that. Um, and I was living up in Lawrence. I, I had a like duplex that it was basically our fraternity. I had three of my best friends on one side and then three of us on the other. And it was a cool place, but they were all going to class and I was in, in the room there, like slanging t shirts. <laughs> you know, we had, we actually had, you know, trunk of my car. Uh, we had this big show up in Lawrence one time for Wicked Threads. And we had all these, a bunch of people came, lots of sales. It was great. I, I put all the leftovers in the back of my truck and somebody stole them that night. Oh, so shit. Lawrence, inventor- not yeah, surprised. <laughs> major, major inventory <laughs> loss and learning moment there. But, um, you know, I think Charlie Hustle is a refined version of just going through um, you know, trials and tribulations of figuring out what your passion is, um, how to turn it into a business, and you know, trying to do something that uh, you actually enjoy yeah. in, mm-hmm. in life. And I loved it. Um, and I think when we saw, we had a Danny and the Miracles T-shirt, 
Uh, we saw Danny Manning, 88 mm-hmm. champs, mm-hmm. you know, rub it in a little more. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we sold those to different boutiques and, and friends and, um, you know, people thought it was really cool. And I just started kind of making more stuff and um, didn't really have a, a, a picture of what I wanted to do on the uh, business side of that. But it was teaching me kind of, um, you know, at least the steps. Um, and going through that, I was like, man... I should do this, mm-hmm. you know, uh, go a little, go all in on it. And I had a, I took a design job for two years at a liquor distributor. So I was doing stuff for Greg Goose, and mm-hmm. Crown Royal. And I had this horrible office with like no window to the outside. And so I put up a big Corona sign, like find your beach kind uh-huh. of thing. But I was, it, it showed me like, you know, it, it, honed my skill set but also showed me like this is not what you want to be doing um and i would go home at at five o'clock and i'd be up till 3 a.m and kind of working on what the plan is what you know the designs website all this stuff um and i had a little bit of familiarity with you know little levels of success selling sure now it was time to like let's let's put this on a bigger stage and yeah so we launched in october of 2012 mm-hmm. uh, online sold 27 shirts the first day 14 of those shirts were the casey hart so we knew we had something there to kind of run on and market mm-hmm. and that you know blew up into kind of the icon it is today in Kansas yeah. city um, it was a perfect storm of events with Paul Rudd popping up on national TV during the War- Royals World Series run in 14, and it was just awesome. We actually did a Kickstarter in 2013 with the Negro League Baseball Museum, uh-huh. and so we did all these Negro League t-shirts, the Monarchs and Homestead Grays, and tried to kind of tell that story, um, and we raised twenty four thousand dollars. It was it was it was awesome. Yeah, um, and that was kind of those little you know jump starts um, really helped get us to where we're we're at today. Yeah, and and so that first when you launched that website uh, back in two thousand twelve, were you Charlie Hustle then, or were you still Wicked Threads? We were Charlie Hustle then. Okay, yeah. so what what is the origin of that name? Is it like like you said, just like the work that got put into it, or how did how did you think of like Pete Rose? Yeah, so you know we try to stay away from the whole Pete Rose thing. I think uh, more than sorry, anything. no, 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 all good. Um, you know that was certainly an influence. Uh, we did I did a lot of vintage sports stuff, uh-huh. um, and there was a company out of Boston called Johnny Cupcakes when I was growing up, and it was kind of a silly concept. This guy was doing just selling T-shirts at the trunk of his car, but mm-hmm. doing amazing stuff. And he built this cult following that I was just obsessed with. I loved it, and I loved the name, the way it rolled off the tongue. And I wanted something like that, but relative to sports. Charlie was kind of a name, you know, people thought Chase growing up. Chase was kind of a new name in the Uh mix of of names, um, generational, I guess. But um, they thought that might be short for Charles or Charlie. That was something that always kind of stuck a little bit. The entrepreneurial hustle. Yeah, uh, yeah. Putting that together and, you know, the, the, uh, the, the, you know, paying tribute to sports and stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. Charlie Hustle was... You know, when you think of a name, it's something you got to get behind first. 
and you can really believe in and that really sets the tone for you know what you want to go accomplish with it yeah so. yeah and you mentioned uh you knew you kind of had a hit when you had the the, the casey hart shirt selling so much is that something that I feel like I see a lot of other brands doing it. Is that something you feel protective of? And when you see other brands using it, uh, you're like, oh, I wish, I don't know, you would have copyrighted it more? Or, or did you start that? Where, where are you with the heart KC? Sure. It's, it's everywhere. Yeah, so it's kind of public domain in a way. You know, um, we try to protect it through common law and, and making apparel. And, you know, I always say, you know, there's certainly a form of flattery there. Yeah, I think you, so too. I think when you're young, you're like, damn it, like everybody's copying my stuff. Uh-huh. And it's yeah. like, well, you know, the backstory of that, the railroad stations in the 1900s had a little pin that had Kansas City across a heart. They're promoting Heart of America. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I didn't put those two, yeah. two and two together. The, I like that. The plaza light poles, they had a little Casey inside of a heart, mm-hmm. different kind of look. The Monarchs patch in the 1942 season, they had a heart patch that I think Buck O'Neill, that was his kind of idea. And so it's always been a little bit of a thing in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. We brought it to prevalence on a Mm t-shirt and we pushed it and promoted it and kind of brought it out from the grave. Yeah. Um, Nowadays, it's like, you know, this thing has the power to mean a lot more. Uh, to this community. Um, so, you know, just trying to protect it. We protect it through marketing and sales. And yeah. anytime you copy somebody, you're literally setting yourself up for second place, is mm-hmm. what I always say. Yeah. So who wants to, who wants to, mm-hmm. you know, work for second place? But, um, you know, there's, we've talked to other companies about use, utilizing it in their branding. We have royalty deals out for people that are really good at what they do. You know, whether it's, you know, there's a winemaker down the street, there's a, a leather goods company that um, uses stuff. And, mm-hmm. You know, we, we want to be able to celebrate that for the city because I think it's it's much bigger than us. Yeah, so. absolutely. And, and like you were saying, like the heart comes to mean other things. What was the first example where like you used that heart for um, for something positive? Because I know that now the heart will have different colors depending on, you know, if you're raising funds for something else. When did that idea kind of start? Yeah. yeah. And, and are you actually making money? I feel like every <laughs> t-shirt you're giving away money like to a different charity, which yeah. is awesome because the hearts do mean something different yeah. on each one. Well, I think, you know, there's there's certainly, we have a core focus of our business and that's kind of our online business. You know, we have collegiate side, we have you know, hometown stuff, um, and then we have this kind of community side. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think it's the millennial nowadays is looking for, you know, when they buy products, the consumer wants something to, to get behind a little bit yeah. more. Mm-hmm. And, Agreed. You know, that's that's research uh, that we look at. And um, I think that first, the you know, the first introduction to using the heart for good was with big slick yeah uh, i had a buddy he's my business partner marcus range she's in arizona we met at ku um he put a little money in and that's turned into a nice little investment yeah. for him. <laughs> um but uh, he had a buddy that was working on riggles team and riggle was kind of helping put together this whole big slick idea yeah. and so 
we had his buddy put three or four t-shirts in all of the um all the hotel rooms of all the celebrities that were coming in town mm-hmm. and they were wearing our shirts as opposed to the big slick shirt and um, they were wearing them to the poker tournaments and the the Royals games, and then you see, your you know a few years later, Paul Rudd pops up, Jason Sudeikis popped up in People magazine, so it kind of it worked, and mm-hmm. it all kind of helped this whole groundswell. Um, but you know, Big Slick, we still make the shirt to this day. They came back the following year and said, "Let's make our shirt. Let's make a shirt through you guys. Let's mm-hmm. sell it, elevate the brand, sell it for a hundred bucks." And it's it's gangbusters every yeah. year. So, and yeah, all the proceeds there go back yeah, to Children's cool. Mercy. And but I think you know that's a nice attraction for us to bring other customers in to show them that hey, we're good at a lot of different things, mm-hmm. not just this Casey Hart. And um, we have a quite an array of of products to to share with the world. So yeah, so um, so you said you're from Lawrence and and you're a KU guy. Is is that why like your Mizzou gear really wasn't very good in the beginning? Because <laughs> I yeah, remember I was like, I, yeah, I was like, I was the K State gear too. I was like, like the KU I would see stuff this awesome, sick, like these awesome <laughs> KU Charlie Hustle shirts. I was like, yeah. nice. I'm gonna and I work on the plaza, so I was like, I'm gonna drop in and see, uh, check out the Mizzou gear, and I was like, yeah. huh. This guy's clearly a KU <laughs> fan. I see. Well, yeah, I was. I mean, I was. My parents went to KU. I grew up in Kansas City, but I was living in Lawrence. And um, the dream was like, you go into different stores and you want to see something better out in the market for KU. So, so that was something that we wanted to attack. Now, I will say, I agree with you. Like the especially the k-state stuff <laughs> I, it's, I think it's hard to make yeah. cool k-state they have the, stuff. that light purple is a cool well, color though they they make I struggle it, with purple I, I will say this is a public service announcement now because they make it hard they um you know we're kind of pigeonholed a little bit on yeah the the stuff we're able to use and create and they really have the power cat and the willy and that's about it and then they have all these vintage marks that they won't give us access to. Mm. So Mizzou recently kind of freed that up for us over okay. the last couple of years. All right. And we were able to, Mizzou's got a ton of cool stuff. Mm-hmm. So we were able to dive into that and, you know, make cooler stuff. But I agree, like, you know, you know, you want to introduce this to the market and, and be cool, but it was not as good as the KU stuff. Yeah, yeah. I was always and, so jealous. <laughs> yeah. But I would, I would say it's, if it's not, better it's certainly comparable to where it is okay is now so that's good to hear definitely you know we have our personal biases but business is business because that's something i I would respect though too like a ku guy like you know knowingly not making great mizzou stuff like i'd respect (laughs) that i'm not really gonna try hard yeah yeah. (laughs) Yeah. i respect that i respect that so you know i wouldn't be totally mad but that's that's the rivalry and yeah and i like that so um so I, I want to ask you a little bit about your retail store on the plaza. I mean, you said your um, your uh, your bulk of your business is online, but you decided to open up a retail shop when retail was kind of dying. I mean, has that? Do you think that's just like Kansas City embracing Charlie Hustle, the brand that has embraced that retail shop, or or um, you know how have you seen like the resurgence in retail with? I mean, your stuff flying off the shelves at Maiden KC and other boutiques. Yeah. Um, is that unique to Kansas City? Have you looked at other markets? 
Certainly. I think, you know, you mentioned retail is dying. And in a way, like, um, you know, you can view that in many different levels of um, maybe it is. But mm-hmm. um, at the same time, it's still the same rules of location. And there's just more channels and more avenues to sell stuff. But there's something to be, to be said about getting the consumer to come in and touch and feel your product. Yeah, I agree. And you actually sell more inside of a store. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll spend four times more than they will online. And so it's a, it's a great connection for us, but we, we were looking for a tent at the Plaza art fair. Mm-hmm. Like, can we just set up a tent and sell shirts? And Plaza kind of embraced us and said, well, why don't we do a little holiday pop-up store? We have this little, it was actually uh, the old Armani exchange. Vineyard Vines had just taken it over, but they didn't want the whole space. So we basically put a, a door in the wall and built the retail store in the back of Armani Exchange's old closet. Mm-hmm. And it was like per- perfect for us. Like, um, And they gave us a white box to kind of do whatever we wanted with it. Um, but yeah, so it happened fast. We had maybe three weeks to put up a store and get it together and get product in there. Is this right before the Christmas season or right around the Plaza Art Fair? Yeah, it was September 24th. So right, right. It was like the week of the art fair um, that we launched. Uh, Even, uh, you know, Amanda Beasler uh, was our licensing director Mm -hmm. at the time, Matt's wife, and they kind of, they helped out in tripling our production overnight. And, um, just those little things and those little connects that have helped along the way um, have really jump-started this thing. And it, it really shows the, the community interest. Um, you know, I think when the Royals won the World Series, yeah. things Probably couldn't off. print T-shirts couldn't fast print enough. print T-shirts enough. I, I sat with my wife. It was October 29, 2014, after Paul Rudd had showed up on TV. Oh, yeah. And we had this sh- that same shirt that was just going like hotcakes. And we couldn't keep it in stock. And I was literally looking at my wife across the table at dinner, like almost in tears of like, this is make or break time. Like, mm-hmm. Can we do it? You know, how are we going to fulfill this? And we got our printers and just, you know, manufacturers behind us. And, um, you know, it survived it, obviously. Yeah. But... That, that was your cool. that's your holy shit moment like yeah like we either we either continue or yeah. you know find yeah. something yeah i think that's fascinating too because i i never really want to believe like so and so wore a t-shirt or showed something on tv and it actually affects yeah. sales like oh that exposure was worth so much in sales yeah. but it truly <laughs> happened there's paul rudd on tv and you see the orders and you're well and he happened shit, to, and, and, he, they all come. and he said like an extremely viral thing too so yeah. it's not just yeah. like you know <laughs> kegger at my mom's house i mean that went viral outside of kansas yeah. city yeah and, well it was perfect because that game was if you guys remember the royals oh, A's game, everything about it, it was like 13 innings or something and uh-huh. salvi hits the the drive down the third base line you know paul rudd's one piece of that but the excitement of oh, yeah. we're literally leaving the ballpark and I'm looking at sales coming through. And at that time I still had, cause I thought it was cool, a little ding on my phone every time a sales yeah. hit oh, yeah. okay. and it was like ding, 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 you know, <laughs> yeah. just going off. Oh man. And so it was super cool. But I was like, 
it was an overwhelming moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that shit works for yeah, sure. I guess so. <laughs> All right. So here are some t-shirt ideas I'm going to throw at you. I love it. Okay. Uh, we were talking about K-State. Uh, what if it just said cats, man, cats, comma, man? I like cats. Me, like me and my friends say that to each other. And if you look at K-State Twitter on game day, people will just say cats. Cats, man. Just cat. Or just cats. Okay. It'll be a thread of like 100 people just replying to each other saying cats. I love it. Just put cats on there in purple. Uh, Idea number two. um, (laughs) I've put on some some pounds, and and your t-shirts don't fit me as well. (laughs) Like maybe there's like a a little chunky, like like put like chunky size and just a little more room in the gut. Sure. (laughs) For uh, t-shirts, you know Greg Gurley, uh, who works in the who played at KU, works in the front office for the Williams Fund. He always calls it like I can't wear your shirts. It's cool guy cotton, mm. you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It shrinks on my skin and my nipples pop out. <laughs> yeah, my nipples pop out <laughs> like big I, time in I those shirts. So. We're working on that, man. I'm, okay. I'm gaining some weight just by being in this office yeah. every day. I like know? how you are a t-shirt designer and you're wearing a t-shirt with nothing on no, it. Plain <laughs> gray tee yeah. is, is what Chase that. is rocking they, right now. They know me. Okay, uh, so I don't know if we're getting too much. We're, we're getting some interest in those. This one I think you're going to really <laughs> like here. All right. You've seen the movie Dodgeball, right? Oh, yeah. So Mahomes blindfolded picking up a football like Vince Vaughn's character at the end of the yes. movie. I mean, playing on that no-look pass thing. Can we sell it through your podcast? Yeah, yeah. we'll sell It'll it. It'll be the state your line yeah, official. Yeah, exactly. I love it. Uh-huh. Let's you work on it. take all the costs. We'll take all the profit. <laughs> we'll kick you back a little bit. Perfect. All right, because yeah. we're doing all the work. What are we going to give him? Still want something. Uh, maybe we give it to his foundation. Okay, I'll Make let it you guys, I'll Make let it you guys work that out. Thing. Okay, I'll work on the logo. <laughs> But I think that would be a pretty pretty. Sweet I love one. it. I love I've it. got um I've got a couple of t-shirt ideas as well. Okay, I came with them. Um, so I know you guys work with a lot of community, uh, like restaurants, and I know you have like Jack Stack, right? Yeah, you do Jack Stack t-shirts. So this is a peanut, the oh, peanut t-shirt, boy. Yep. and it's got like. It looks like fingerprints on your shirt with like wing sauce. That's yes. a good and one. Fingerprints like on your shirt. I love it. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll precursor that by saying we have a restaurant collection coming out soon. Yes. It doesn't have the peanut on it, it because <laughs> it's, it's our entrance into we're going to do restaurants and then tap into the bars. Okay. Scene, but yeah. Uh, also the peanut and it's just a picture of that round table in the front and mm-hmm. like it's really dirty and just like a single yeah, menu laying on filth. it. Yeah. yeah. Just like bone, <laughs> bone plates yeah. all around. And then also a t-shirt with just like Ward Parkway and it has holes in it for the potholes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> like the t-shirt has holes. Yes. In it. Did you see that? Uh, there was an Instagram video the other day of like this buggy rolling through like, uh, like just dirt patches, big old dirt mounds. Yeah. And, and uh, they said the, the caption was what it's like to drive in Kansas City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, was like, brutal. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, but really, um, I, I do have a question about the design. Like, so who all, one, who all comes up with the designs? Two, you know, how many, what percentage of designs are like that artists like put together, get made into t shirts? And then three, like who has the final say as to you know what is going on the rack and what is going to be you know pushed out via social media and what you're you know you're going to get behind? Yeah, so it's really my job to decide 
you know, what concepts we come out with. Okay. Uh, we got some really talented designers on the team. It used to be me sitting there designing and I'm, uh, you know, not even half as good as some of these guys. But, you know, if I'm able to concept it and, and put out there what, you know, I'm thinking and they're able to kind of, yeah, I'm able to, I guess, articulate what's in my brain. Mm-hmm. They put it together, you know, and, and, you know, just make it way better than I ever thought. But, um, yeah, I'm still doing all the, the concepting. I okay. think that's a big part of our business. And then we got a great marketing team that, you know, and, and a great leadership team that says, okay, this is, this works, you know, this doesn't, um, or we, we set it aside for a later time. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have a pretty good system now of what we're releasing, when we're releasing. Yeah. It used to be very reactive. And now, you know, there's a whole calendar of like, we're working on 2020 the whole yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's, this is the first you time. You have to like ever. operate like a real business now. Yes. You have to like plan yeah. for the years it's ahead. Getting, and it's getting real, <laughs> man. It's not just like, oh shit, I lost 300 t-shirts in the back of my trunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're planning. Okay. <laughs> you know, you know, July, 2020, we've got to have, you know, Mizzou football stuff coming out. Yeah. yeah. So what do you see the, the future of Charlie hustle? Is it still, I mean, majority sales online. Is it more stores in a brick or more sales in like a brick and mortar type retail? Where do you see it going? Well, cats, man, cats, uh, man, uh, I, you know, we do 50% of our businesses online. Um, it didn't always used to be that way. Um, but, that's our focus. Um, but you know, we have wholesale accounts like rally house and, uh, shields, um, Dick sporting goods. Um, that's an opportunity for us to gain, you know, some other customers yeah. to ultimately convert them, you know, into loyalists that come back and, and see what we have online. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a much bigger selection. There's limited edition stuff, exclusive stuff to the site. Um, and it's just we're trying to create that experience, mm-hmm. and our store does does pretty well, and um, yeah, so it's kind of it's diversified in many ways, I guess. Yeah, but you still see like I mean, t-shirts is t-shirts, and then and then the other you know the clothing apparel and the other stuff is is really going to be um, continue to be the the bulk of your business. Well, yes and no. I think, you know, we got really good at the t-shirt, mm-hmm. but we're trying to, you know, we had a real design focus. Our focus now is really garment focus okay. as well. Yeah. Um, we have a fleece line that's coming out that's better than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, you know, we needed something to compete on maybe a more national stage. Uh, we got joggers. We're working on a jacket that I showed yeah, you. Yeah, that's you know, sick. A cool Mizzou jacket that they want to do. And um, just... You know, the whole motto is vintage made fresh. Obviously, my passion background was collecting old vintage T-shirts. How do we make that cool to today's crowd and uh, just bringing it to to new, you know? Mm -hmm. So, very cool. (laughs) All right. You got anything else? Uh, Yeah. um, Chris Jones. uh, Jones. You're working with his foundation, too. Yeah. Yeah. He's a big guy. He is a big guy. Have, I was, have you gotten to meet him? Yes. I actually had to drop shirts off at his house at like 8 p.m. a couple weeks ago. And uh, we went in and he signed some stuff that we're going to be giving away. And okay. He's actually, I, I don't know when he's signing, but I think he's should be signing here soon. We'll see. 
You didn't hear it from Ooh, me. sources close to sources. Yeah, you didn't hear it from him. <laughs> Breaking coming, news. Coming, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get in all that mess, but uh, yeah. no, uh, <laughs> you know, I think he's he's really interested in promoting it. It's great when you got great partners. Yeah. And you might see that T-shirt pop up on him during that uh, during yeah. that press conference. So. Mm. And that, wow. that's big stuff. Oh, that is. We've so... never broken news. Like, I mean, we're not breaking news, but... It's half news. That's, it's yeah, fake, I mean, it's we've fake all news. known that you yeah. know, we were going to sign Chris <laughs> Jones, but, you know, yeah. exclusive. He's, he'll be wearing a Charlie Hustle t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that's all I got, Kev. Yeah, that's all I have, too. Uh, so, obviously, you can find your stuff in the store on the plaza. Yes, um, sir. All over Kansas City, different retailers, and then online too. CharlieHustle.com. You guys having like a warehouse sale anytime soon or anything like that? Or have you graduated past we're, that? We're, well, that's an interesting, you know, half of us think we have, half, half of us think we need it. Um, it probably helps like create space in your limited yeah. amount of, you know, yeah. warehouse space. Yeah. You know, it, it opens up inventory and, um, I, you know, it, it, you might hear from us here soon. Okay. So. I'm always like looking out for it, trying to get yeah. there early. You get there get and the deals. It's, oh, it's yes. just like, whoosh. yeah, it's like ants swarming. Well, we usually we usually let fam, uh, friends and family in about yes. an hour ahead of time. Wow. Okay, so, okay, count so, us in. Okay, yeah, circle. Yeah, we'll send All you right. an email. <laughs> Thank you, friends. We're now friends and family of yes. Chase. Yeah, uh, friends so, or family, whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, all right, Chase. Thanks so much for spending some time with us. We really do appreciate it. Thanks for having me, guys. All right. Awesome. Thank you again to Chase for sitting down with us and talking with us. Exciting interview. Learned a lot. Uh, local kid starting a local company. Very cool story, I thought. Yeah, definitely. My favorite part was the free t-shirt he gave us at the end of the interview. That's pretty that, cool. That was pretty sweet. <laughs> um, big miss, though, on our part. Yeah, huge. De- devastating. I, as soon as we got done with that interview, I texted Kevin and I said, how did we uh, not pitch oh my God. t-shirt idea Raytona Beach. Raytona Beach. We how how the hell did we miss that? Oh man, it's a a, a real travesty. We apologize to everyone yeah. who was like listening to that and goes, "How did they not say Raytona Beach or, or, or a Camaro or, head?" Yeah, or a Crispy Boy reference. Yeah, like a T-shirt. Um, I mean, a Camaro head T-shirt is oh, so easy to make. Yeah, like, you can make that right now. Yeah, Raytona Beach too. Like, Chase, if you're listening, make yeah. the Raytona Beach. Yeah, or just put a beach in the middle of the stadium. Yeah. and call it like. Because they do the Arrowhead collection, put a beach in the middle of it, uh-huh. Raytona Beach. Boom. Boom. You're welcome. Millions. Yep. Uh, and then Crispy Boys, but with like a KC leading into the Crispy. Uh, we, why don't we just make that? Wow. Okay, Chase, that's our idea. You cannot steal it. It's our You property. can have the Raytona t-shirt yes, you because can have that everyone one. needs to have that. Yes, exactly. Uh, so great, great interview. Thanks again. Uh, next, let's go ahead and talk about what did we try this week. So... Uh, do you want to go first? Sure. Yeah, so this week I tried a couple of things, like as in tried, um, I got a tour. I'm always really nice and ask you if you want to go first and you always say yes. Sure. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you're like, go ahead. You're, yeah. You're yeah. the host. I'm the okay, go ahead. second guy. All right. Yeah. I'm going to go. <laughs> um, so I didn't try this, but I got a tour of the new Hy-Vee arena, mm-hmm. the old Kemper arena. By the way, going from like Kemper arena to Hy-Vee arena, that's kind of a downgrade in name. 
Uh, why do you like say Kemper that? Kemper just sounds like a prestigious place. Like okay. P- Kim- and Hy-Vee Arena is like a grocery store. Yeah. But anyway. Okay. Um, I agree to new, disagree. Okay. I don't know the if you've been to a Hy-Vee Market Grill before, but that's just class. That's just <laughs> Dude, class. Dude, the Hy-Vee hour prices yeah. at Hy-Vee Market Grill. And they, they're mm. trying to make like cocktails with like like real cocktails with mm-hmm. like local spirits actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll walk back my <laughs> Hy-Vee comment. Um, but the new Hy-Vee Arena... So it's been bought by this uh, developer, um, and it's kind of a mixed-use arena, but but mostly the, the developer kind of wants it to be um, kind of a grab-all um, for different events going on in Kansas City, but also kind of like a YMCA, mm-hmm. like when it's not being used for events. So you can buy a membership there, which is like 25 30 bucks a month, I think, and they have a full Very gym. Very reasonable. They have a full gym in there. They have 12 basketball courts. So... What they did is, if you remember the old Kemper, like it was just, you know, one floor, like, you know, the basketball court was on yeah. the base floor. But what they did is they divided the upper and lower sections with an entire floor. Yeah. And so that's the coolest part. Yeah. So you walk in and there's, there's, um, uh, eight basketball courts in the upper deck mm-hmm. and, uh, that are really, really nice basketball courts. And then the lower deck is four more basketball courts. Every basketball court has uh, has pickleball on it, and uh, and that's really cool. And then all the suites, the old suites that were in there, mm-hmm. are like we work office space. So yeah. like anyone can have an office in there. So like, oh, um, cool. uh, what's that company that I that I kind of hate? Um, Mm. Oh, uh, Casey Crew. Casey Crew. Yeah, like their headquarters <laughs> is in there, so they have like four suites worth of offices. Uh-huh. Um, and then obviously the, the, um, real estate development firm, um, Voch, I think Voch brothers, Voch brothers, they have their offices in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, they're cool putting restaurants in there. Yeah. There's a, there's a long board in there that's open like mm-hmm. Monday through Saturday, yeah. you know, regular times. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really cool. Um, let me see what else I wrote down some stuff. Yeah. I liked you put up an Instagram story and I won't call oh, them out. Yeah. One of our listeners DM us and goes, I threw up in the arena during Boulevardia. <laughs> oh, nice. That's clutch. Yeah, they hosted Boulevardia. They've got... Oh, dude. Did you know we had a semi-pro basketball team? No. Yeah. Sure didn't. They're, oh, uh, does, is Tech 9 involved in that? I don't know. Uh, but they're called the be. Tornadoes. Okay. I yeah. think Tech 9's involved. And it's a semi-pro basketball Sweet. team. We've got like two seven-footers on the team, I guess. They mm. play at uh, at High V Arena, usually in front of a crowd of like three to 400 people. But oh, that's it's wow. pretty cool. Um, like teams warm up there, so like during Big Twelve tournament, oh, like teams yeah. go there to warm up. Nice. Um, when like the two NBA teams come to play, they warm up there. So really cool spot. Um, Imagine some AAU tournaments. Yeah, and, that's and exactly that it. So like Reebok and Nike have camps there. Very stuff cool. like that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. That could really um, make it a destination for uh, some cool camps. Yeah, exactly. Uh, different tournaments. That, that's awesome. Yeah, good. For so um, so that's High V Arena, and then second, I tried Farina. Farina. Uh, Farina this week. Farina is um, here. We go. This is classy now. Farina is Michael Smith's new restaurant. Michael Smith, who's a celebrity chef from Kansas uh, City. Does he have uh, extra virgin? Is that yeah? He, so okay. he operated Michael Smith Restaurant, and he has extra virgin, and is the executive chef of Spin Pizza. But I don't think he actually does anything with them. But mm-hmm. probably just created the recipes. But so this is his um, modern Italian and seafood. Wow, um, very fine dining. Um, we sat Where at the can bar. We find it. 
It's in the crossroads. It's on 18th and Baltimore. You're really we, getting out there. We got there. <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. been nice. You can walk out. Walk yeah, we walked so. there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll um, we'll cut you that. And uh, and we sat at the bar. We had a uh, an old fashioned, which was perfect. And uh, their drink menu is really funny too. They have like hilarious drink names. So they're like fine dining, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, really nice dining. But their uh, their all their drinks are named after my cousin Vinny. So like oh one of the gosh, drinks, awesome. one of the drinks is called like two Utes. Two Utes. Yeah. And yeah. then another drink, uh, I can't, or no, they're named after Italian movies. Oh, so okay. it's, so just like quotes from Italian movies. So one of the drinks is called like, Hey, I took care of that for you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so it's, it, it's clever and it still has a, like some spirit for being yeah. like fine dining and, and, and whatnot, but, uh, delicious meal. Um, we got, we shared two pastas. And then we shared a ribeye because why not? Two pastas. Because the pastas are just like kind of small. Oh, okay. You know, they're like homemade That's pastas. different for most Italian restaurants. I feel like I think of pasta. Here comes the pasta. Yeah, it's not like bowl. Olive Garden where it's like unlimited pasta. Mm, when you're here, you're family. Mm. Mm-hmm. Are you family when you're, do you feel like that? at? Well, Arena? Michael Smith is kind of just like walking around saying oh, okay. hey to everyone. That's stuff cool. and everyone. Staff and wait. Uh, the um, staff was great. Uh, mm-hmm. They made an awesome wine recommendation. Very classy place, ten out of ten. Would recommend. I mean, plan to open your pocketbook a little bit, but yeah, it was, it was good. Tried something very similar. Uh, went to uh, Jefferson's Wings, beers, <laughs> Wings, burgers, and oysters. Yeah, uh, well, oysters. Yeah, that that's the common denominator class. there. High class. Uh, so Jefferson's took uh, over where Kelso's was uh, on Armor Road up in North oh, Kansas yeah. City. Okay. Yeah, so rest in peace to Kelso's. Uh, but Jefferson's moved in. If you're, uh, have spent time in Lawrence, you might've gone to Jefferson's and gotten oysters. That's what they're known for. I'm not a big oyster guy at all, but they, it's not oysters that you'd get at Farina's. Okay. Like they like top up with barbecue sauce, uh-huh. bacon, shredded cheese, or that's the Santa Fe oysters. They have, <laughs> uh, the, uh, Cajun oysters topped with Cajun seasoning. Uh, they have one topped with hot sauce and jalapenos. One with spinach, artichokes, bacon, Parmesan cheese. So anything yeah. they can do to make an artichoke or uh, <laughs> an oyster not taste like an oyster, yeah, that's how you should eat an oyster because okay. they're uh, disgusting in my opinion. But I got a burger, tried some wings, pretty top notch. The burger was like uh, had fried jalapeno caps on them with a kind of a spicy aioli, oh, spice. really good, and just got some buffalo wings. Double up. spice. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> double bird <laughs> Double up. Uh, and wash it down with a crispy boy. Talking all day, every day, $4 bush lights, 23 ounces. Wow, let's 23 go. 23 ounce bush light for $4 Are you sure it's 23 draft. in your notes here? It says 34 ounce bush lights. Okay, well, I got a little wonky with the keyboard. I think it was 23, which seemed Four, weird yeah, that to seemed, me. Yeah, that's an odd number. Uh, so maybe it was 24, but they, I'm pretty sure it said 23, okay. which was interesting. Because like those but cup- over 20 ounces, definitely. I okay. know that. All right. 23 or 24 ounces. They know their crowd. I love yes. it. Yes. Uh, so that's Jefferson's? Jefferson's. Great TV setup. Going to do some drink specials during the Chiefs games. Uh, if you're up in the Northland, hit it up. Way to, way to venture it. out, unlike me. I ventured out this week. I did, so I'm proud of myself. Uh, with uh, the T-Bones leaving town, though. And and Kelso's. And Kelso's. <laughs> we've talked about a few staples. 
that uh, have shifted and left Kansas City. So that got us thinking about our mixed plate this week. And so this week our mixed plate is going to be uh, our mixed plate of things that have left Kansas City that we, mm. that we wish didn't leave. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're at with our mixed plate. Things that left Kansas City that we wish didn't leave. Okay. All right. I really can't remember whose turn it is. Uh, I think I went first because I took Jazoo last week with a strong first pick. Okay. Yes. Well, I, I'm very happy to go first. Okay. Because this is a, yeah. Okay. Because, um, uh, so for my meet number one, things that have left Kansas City, Tanner's on 75. Yeah, that's my number one right there. <laughs> I'm going to cross that off. Tanner's, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I know that we talk about it a lot, and I know that we uh, rip on brick and mortar a lot. And Play I the know, hits, though. Yeah, but that bar was perfect. Mm-hmm. It really was a great bar that um, just had... It had good late night. It, you could go there with your family, like you could go there with your folks. You could bring yeah. your kids there mm-hmm. um, at at you know for dinner or lunch. Um, you could do a business lunch there, and you could drink there until three a.m. Mm-hmm. Like it was the perfect it neighborhood bar. It was, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I don't think I said this, but uh, two weekends ago, I went to brick and mortar to try to do the protest with my buddy Joe, and went sat down. We were maybe one of twenty people in there. About like six people on the wait staff just hanging around the bar. We sat for about fifteen minutes and then left because no one came and took our order. I don't. Maybe they know. Maybe they know about me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I will say, I I think I'm bought in on Bobby Baker's replacing it. Okay. I'm in. I went this past week into Bobby Baker's and uh, I, I'm sold. I was skeptical of it. Yeah. Because I had a bad memory of it, but uh, probably I like a fireball I, shot involved yeah, or something. Yeah. And uh, but I'm in. It's really cool. Okay. Good dive bar. Uh, I think it can replace it. Okay. So I love to like keep sending. Uh, keep like. Anytime you like have to go to brick and mortar, just keep tagging us in yes. it because yeah, I love like looking at that because it's always like brick and mortar like empty or something like that. Yes. It's like, oh, <laughs> it is good. All right. So that was my meet number one. My, Tanner's on 75th. My meet number one things that I wish never left Kansas City, uh, the championship core on the Royals. Oh, damn it. Yeah. Championship core. Well. So talking like Hosmer, uh, Moustakis, yeah. Kane, those guys uh, who. You know, went and got paid, but I wish that I wish they never left because we're losing eight to one to the Orioles right now. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, stop I stopped talking about the Royals. I had, I had <laughs> written, this Yeah, yeah. We were. I was. I texted Kevin after last week. I was like, we've got to end that Royals update it's section bad. because yeah. there's nothing we can talk about. <laughs> I had competitive baseball. Yeah, on yeah. That, so. That's good. All right, what do you got? Um, so for my meet number two, um, uh, I have McCoy's. In Westport. Oh, that's a good one. That patio, I miss it too. Was so clutch, and again, it was it was another one of those bars that um, was a ni- definitely nice enough to go on a mm-hmm. nice date, but you could also go with six friends and just drink beer the whole time, and and also watch sports. So it kind of was a a sports bar at times. It was a uh, drinking bar at times, Great and it was like a spot. Yeah, it was a date bar at times. And uh, first night day, m- nice day of the spring, you went to McCoy's yeah, sat on the patio. the patio. Yeah, absolutely. Missed that. R.I.P. McCoy's. Definitely missed that. Um, wow, I can't believe I'm getting away with this one. My meet number two, pick number four overall, is the Border War. KU. I've got it written oh, down. Well, I don't know why I didn't jump on that. KU versus Mizzou in Kansas City. The border war is definitely missed. Uh, just even if they didn't weren't playing in Kansas City, 
every bar in Kansas City was packed. Yeah. And uh, tensions ran high. Uh, friendships were ruined. It yeah. was a beautiful thing. Yeah. Miss it. I absolutely miss it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like watching that those games at the Brooksider or Tanner's or mm-hmm. wherever you were, yeah, it was just so tense. Yes. Um. All right. So for my side number two, side or number side one. number one, I have um, the American Royal in the West Bottoms. Okay. Like around Kemper. Like I mm-hmm. loved um, the uh, and and I think the racetrack is kind of cool, but it's lost a little bit of its um, I don't know grit. grunginess. Yeah. Uh, yeah grit. Um, kind of a real barbecue grittiness of it and. Uh, because the, the the racetrack is so nice, and so mm-hmm. I will definitely miss not being able to go to the American Royal down in the West Bottoms. And it was a pain, I get it, but like it's it's more of a pain now that so many people live in the crossroads. People could easily walk there, and now to get out to Wyandot, that's a that's a hassle. So um, so yeah, I'll say American Royal leaving the West Bottoms. Um, all right, uh, my next one is. Um I guess that one didn't really leave. So I'm going to go with the Kansas City Kings then. What? Kansas City, well, the Kansas City Kings. We don't have NBA anymore. Okay. What's wrong with that pick? You never knew the Kansas City Kings. I know. That's why I was like debating on this one, but it was tough. But I never knew them, but I still wish that they never left because if they would have never left, then we'd have NBA here in Kansas City and it wouldn't be out in Sacramento where no one cares about the Kings except mm-hmm. people in sec. Like they have, I saw this on Twitter. They have one nationally televised game this year in an 82 game schedule. Yeah. That's how little people care about that franchise. They have like a good, and, like and a Kansas good City, young core. And Kansas City fans are, are so much more passionate and, and would embrace it way, way more than the city of Sacramento. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair. All right. So for my side, number two. I'm going with Tom Fooleries on the plaza. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, I work literally right across the street from Tom Foolery's and they had really good lunch. Yeah. Like their tacos were good. Yeah. And their lunch, mm. their lunch was good. And I know you're going to talk about steak night too. Yeah. And they had steak night on Mm. Thursday nights where it was 1099 for Kansas city strip, mashed potatoes, Caesar salad and Texas toast. Yeah. What a deal. And, um, and then, and also the nostalgia, like that was where we would all go when we had fake IDs um, mm-hmm. it was the underage bar of the plaza. Cause like Falloon was a, a hard card, by the way, Falloon's doorman, nicest doorman in the city, <laughs> I the don't doorman know. at Falloon. Oh know. my gosh. World. He just asks you for your ID and he's like, Oh, okay. Thanks. <laughs> World's nicest bouncer slash doorman in Kansas city. Sorry, Dercher. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Tom Foolery. Yeah. Dercher listens, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dercher, you're my guy. I think you're the nicest Best door guy in Kansas City. If you want to slip me a discount next time I see you at Kelly's for doing that, great. Charge Danny double. But uh, but Tom Fuller's, I, I will miss that bar. If the lunch was good, it was a decent sports bar on the plaza, and um, and uh, the nostalgia factor. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. Uh, side number two here. I miss, and this has left Kansas City, uh, Casey Wolf tackling and beating the crap out of opposing fans at the 50 yard line. I don't know when culture got to uh, PC for a wolf mascot to beat the crap out of a, (laughs) to beat the crap out of like a a random Raiders 
fan who was an actor. He agreed to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He know. probably works for the it Chiefs. It was so cool. Casey Wolf would drive up in a four-wheeler. He would like jump off the four-wheeler when it was moving, drop kick a Raiders fan. Yeah. And and the place would just go absolutely insane. Yeah, and then he'd like and then he would like gyro yeah. over the top of a uh-huh. dead body. Just and, and, incredible. Uh, yeah. And no entertainment quite like that. And now it's way too soft. I don't even know what Casey Wolf does pregame, but I can yeah. tell you it's not beat the crap yeah, out of Yeah, it's not drive a four-wheeler onto the 50-yard line and uh, rock kick an opposing <laughs> fan. It was it was something That's a good to one. Behold. That's a really good one. Yeah. All right. Good uh, good, good uh, mixed plate, Kev. I know. Did we leave anything off? Probably. Most definitely. But um, I, like I almost said Houston's restaurant because I know that was yeah. – I didn't go there a ton, but – like our parents loved that bar, mm-hmm. and I, I know a lot of yeah. people loved that place. I mean, uh, there there used to be a downtown ballpark too, where oh, the, the yeah. metro or Municip- the, the municipal, municipal stadium, municipal stadium, uh, which I thought we didn't really see that or yeah, know it, no, yeah, but it is something that's left that I would take back, uh, and this will play into uh, what we talk about later, but uh, all or uh, tassel free strip clubs. Mm. Mm-hmm. Those have left uh, as well. There's a little tease for That's later a on. Tease for oh, good one. A tease <laughs> for what's coming later on. Uh, she's a sorry grandma because <laughs> she she's she, a segment she, called Sorry Grandma. Yeah, and it's gonna get. Um, there's gonna be more sorry grandmas <laughs> coming up later. Uh, yeah, so I think those those are the two that I saw we left out and the brigade. I, oh yeah, I, I threw that one on there. The arena football, the, the team. arena football, that season tickets. Mm-hmm. People forget. All right, that's our mixed plate. Uh, next, let's move into our uh, personal pine tar incident uh, of the week. Good, you go ahead. I was going to ask you if you wanted. To no, go no, first. no. Go ahead. <laughs> All right, here it is, folks, and get ready for it because it started because August, September are. The most popular months for birthdays mm. because people, these, you're talking New Year's babies, Valentine's babies coming up here. So most popular birthday birthday month. And here's the new trend that is just oh, under my skin. Every girl who reposts Instagram stories of other people wishing them happy birthday. Okay, so like if if so if it's my birthday mm-hmm. and you wish me happy birthday on your Instagram on my Instagram story, story, yeah, you say like happy birthday, bro, and I like tag you in yeah, it, yeah, and a goofy picture of us uh-huh. or something, yeah, and from then, like from like high school or yeah. something, yeah, and then I repost your picture to my story just to show people that I'm being wished happy mm, birthday, okay, and I am a person who promotes a podcast on social media <laughs> on my personal pages. I realize I am in the mud, like I am in the mud, but nothing is worse to me right now than this. It's disgusting. It is just self-indulging. And again, I am this way on social media because I yeah. shamelessly promote my podcast. I'm yeah. asking for your money, <laughs> but at least I'm not reposting people wishing me happy birthday. My birthday's October 27th. If you want to throw a gram out there, <laughs> just saying, but I won't repost it. All right. All right. I appreciate the passion. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's kind of similar. Like my personal pine tar is not like something that happened to me. It's not uh, like, you know, sitting in traffic or so- again, something that happened to me, but corporate mm. setting jokes. Yes. In hey, particular. Hey, would you wrap up this presentation? You're standing between me and lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the stereotypical corporate jokes and, and like everyone, I hope you can relate to this because 
the one in particular that was driving me nuts this week because it happened a couple of times is when two people are presenting and they get into an age off. Oh, yeah. Like who can say the other person is younger than them first? Mm-hmm. And then who can say that they're older than the other presenter first? Yeah. And almost is it to who can uh, like be more dramatic about being wrong in the age? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So flatter it's like, them? Yeah, so it's like – so if the presentation is like, yeah, so most high school students uh, – um, graduate, blah, 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 blah. Then the presenter will be like, yeah, like my like my co-host who graduated from high school three years ago. And everyone's like, <laughs> ah, 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 ah. And it's like, that would make you 21. You're 57. Like, <laughs> what kind of a, that's not even a funny joke. Like, like all I can do is sit in the audience and roll my you eyes. You have to laugh. Oh though. yeah. You got to give the fake laugh. laugh. And then, and then they, and then the presenter or whoever's talking again, this is like, get, gets in the age off. And it's like, mm-hmm. Oh, meanwhile, I was uh, in a one run, one room boarding house back in 1920. It's like, <laughs> no, you weren't yes. like, why do we have to get into this age off? Like, it's it's so it happens stupid. It happens anytime a year corp- is brought up. Anytime a year is brought up. Anytime like yeah, an age the, is brought up. Oh, you wouldn't remember the nineties. It's yeah. like, yeah, I'm twenty eight. Yeah, I do remember. You're the just 90s. a baby. Yeah. yeah, it's like no, I remember the nineties. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that drives good. me nuts. <laughs> drives me nuts. Yeah, that that's something to get upset about, definitely. Um, and now we have something uh pretty interesting to talk about here. <laughs> uh, like we've done before. Uh. Whenever something kind of grabs our attention, people from out of town mm. enjoy Kansas City and we hear about it. We like to share that. Uh, so here is a good post I found on Reddit. Uh, it's called Strip Club Follow-Up Post because <laughs> yeah. I guess there was an original post. Actually, I saw the original post. The original post was, hey, I'm coming in town from New Orleans looking for a strip club in Kansas City. What are your recommendations? That's, I mean, that is like... I mean, that's sometimes you ask me like, "What is Reddit?" Like, yeah, that is a perfect example. I know. This of what is Reddit why is. I get. This is why I'm intimidated. <laughs> going yeah. here. You should be scared of Reddit. So I want to thank all the commenters on my previous post about which strip clubs to visit while in this great city. A bartender at the Torn Label gave me a once-over Shout look out. and said, "No, you want to go to the Shady Lady." <laughs> wow! Don't I haven't heard Never of heard this. Of it. Uh, so we, so I did. At first, I was kind of like, meh, but my regular daily (laughs) driver strip club in New Orleans is basically gross, in a good way. The (laughs) dancing was good, but there were obviously bottoms and barely few tits. (laughs) (laughs) The women were gorgeous, though, (laughs) mouth-watering. Finally, one of them came up to me and asked if I wanted a dance. Now, I'm a fucking monster. Probably, but being a stranger in a strange land, I ask, "How much does it run?" Thir- how much? How much? How much? <laughs> I don't know. Thirty fucking dollars. <laughs> I walk straight to the ATM and take out about three hundred. My bank immediately texts me with a "WTF, bro?" message, and I respond, "Nah, it's cool." <laughs> Where's this guy banking? <laughs> what the fuck, bro? <laughs> It's uh, Wells Fargo, man. man. Yeah. It's a new it's uh, a new hit policy trying yeah. to relate to millennials. Exactly. Oh man. I seriously think that was the best three hundred dollars I've ever spent in my entire life. I spread my money over two of the most beautiful women ever. I wish I could remember their names, but I had been drinking. Oh what a surprise. <laughs> At Torn Label. <laughs> yeah. And because 
I wonder how shady this shady lady is for the bartender to look him over and be like, you got to go to the shady lady. Yeah, and yeah. it's grosser than his trucker stop strip. No, it's and- nicer. Oh, it's nicer. Yeah. Okay. Just bottoms on. Yeah. Bottoms <laughs> on. Barely a few tits. <laughs> Best part was my Lyft driver, Amber, was fucking hot as shit. I'm telling her how beautiful the women are in Kansas City on the way to the strip club and how New Orleans is just full of ugly, entitled single moms. Easy, guy. (laughs) She then tells me about her two kids and how she got divorced recently. (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Anyways, the shady lady is now my favorite strip club ever. I dreamt of those two gorgeous women that grace my lap for days. <laughs> oh, oh man, that's that's, that's so, Reddit. Yeah, it's so good, and I'm so mortified that Grandma is gonna listen to yeah. this. And she already told me she hates when we say cuss words. And now <laughs> I just read this, and I don't want to say oh, no. dinner. Okay. <laughs> Our grandma listens to every podcast, so <laughs> and she's phenomenal. And I love that she does. She told me I had a really good vocabulary last week oh, when nice. I saw her, and uh, I've been working on my sentence structure. She's an English. Te- she has a master's in English. Uh-huh. Uh, she's she was an English teacher for um, a while, and uh, so I was really excited to hear that. Yeah, uh, compliment. And maybe now- we'll just maybe we'll just give her <laughs> a heads up. Not knock yeah. down a few. Pegs. We always we yeah, always we'll- say. Is this- does this pass the grandma Anna test? This does not. This does not. <laughs> we said I couldn't not read this. So it's yeah. too good. <laughs> oh, the people. Uh, oh man, the people of Reddit. They will never yeah. stop to. Uh, uh, so the shady lady. People like us. Sometimes people people like us a, a little bit too much. But uh, <laughs> that that's all we have for this week. Again, if you'd like to get involved. Uh, with head for the cure, follow the link in our Instagram. That's nice. Like bring up the yeah, charity exactly right after that. Yeah. to redeem ourselves uh-huh. there, uh, so that we look <laughs> better uh, than leaving it at that. Uh, so you can get involved. I've tweeted it out. It's on our Instagram. If you want to join our team and run with us, sweet. Also vote, vote. Oh yeah, vote. Uh, go to the pitch. Uh, magazine best of kc and arts and entertainment you can vote for us for uh, best local podcast in kansas city we would definitely appreciate that we've got something nice brewing for you guys coming up next week uh kathy nelson uh president and ceo of the kansas city sports commission the, will be here. the person responsible for bringing the nfl draft to kansas city yes like the the main person responsible the, the for gymnastics that. event that just happened she brought that here yeah uh the big 12, the big tournament. 12 tournament she brings that yeah. every year uh she yeah she's the behind the scenes of anything sports that Incredible. happens in kc yeah so make sure to tune in next week as well be sure to follow us on social media at state your line uh be sure to rate us on iTunes, uh, five stars, uh, leave a comment if you like us. And other than that, that's all we've got this week. We'll see you around Kansas City. Sorry, Grandma. Sorry, Grandma.